Hello and welcome to another episode of Sex and Lattes. This is AJ coming to you a couple days later from my last episode, which came about eight months too late. Um, anywho, I got a new topic. This topic I got online by asking people questions of what they want to learn about sex. And the number one voted um, comment on the forum was how do people clean up after sex? Now, I think this is a rather good topic. Um, to be honest, I tried looking up online on different studies, but I couldn't really find anything in particular. Um, apparently, there's not so much research about um, how do people clean up after sex. Um, if anybody wants to give me a grant to carry out such a research project, I'll gladly do it. Um, so I decided to do um, two things. Well, one, um, consult people around me in a very short five-person study and uh, obviously take in from my own experiences. Now, if you think about the whole situation, like, you know, post-sex cleanup, to be honest, after sex, you're just bathed in those like feel-good hormones. I think most people really don't want to do anything. At least that's, you know, the way I feel. The, the last thing I would want to do is get out of, let's say, a nice, cozy, warm bed next to the person I just fucked and go take a shower. Uh, it just doesn't seem so appealing. So, all right, how do I clean up after sex? Most of the time, I just wipe the cum off or get the guy to wipe it off. And I think that's kind of common for everyone if they're going to wipe it off. I'm pretty sure if somebody comes inside the girl less necessity to clean it up unless obviously stand up and it drips all over the place so i guess you know tissues would be a minimal maybe some people don't even care about it at all um as for washing i can't say that i really take showers after sex uh, maybe if i had like a uti and then i just wanted to make sure that it um it wasn't going to get any worse. But other than that, it's definitely not something that I want to uh, do. Now, through my general survey, it seems that most people are in line with me and do not do any special shower post-sex cleanups. Um, most people just wipe it off or... Mm, there was one person that told me that they uh, brush their teeth if they have given oral sex. Um, so I think it's mainly a minimal if you feel like it's necessary. Obviously, if like you made a big mess uh, or there's just like, <laughs> I can't imagine what has happened then. But like, if you need the shower, then, you know, you might as well do it. So I guess it would depend on two things, how clean the person is already. Um, there was one interesting thing one of my friends told me uh, from a five-person survey was that um, there was uh, one person that kept constantly washing and showering after sex, uh, but that was just one out of uh, the five people I have sampled it from. Um, so that's that. Um, I tried reading up online as well. Uh, there was um, some kind of uh, ask Reddit about it as well, uh, but it seemed that most people never shower. There was a few that were very insistent or just at least showering their neither regions. But again, I would imagine if uh, post-sex uh, euphoria would leave you not wanting to do much afterwards. Um, 
And also, I think it would be very specific for the circumstance. Like, if you're going to go out, if you're going to stay, like, uh, it could be a hundred different things, and depending on the personality. Uh, so, sadly, I cannot give anything more concrete than that. Uh, I would imagine that most people do the minimum, if necessary. Um, I can't think of anything too particular. Um, maybe something about, you know, throwing away condoms or something. But I don't know. It seems like to most people just bathe in that after sex glow. Now, uh, in line with uh, cleaning and washing after sex, I have done some research about coffee and <laughs> if it is better washed or unwashed. Um, so, basically, coffee is a fruit, so it's harvested, I guess it looks a bit like a red cherry. So, once it is harvested from the tree, it can either be processed through a washed or wet uh, process or an unwashed process. Now, what are the differences? Well, I just learned that the wash process is basically um, you submerge the coffee in water and you sort of let it, how do you say, ferment. So it's in there for, I think, maybe one or two days. And um, the pulp is a lot easier to remove. So basically, a coffee fruit is a lot like a cherry so there's that coffee bean in the middle so basically what that process does is let the pulp ferment and then it'll be easier to sort of fall off now an unwashed coffee you still have to you know rinse the coffee before uh, processing it but it is dried with all of the pulp um, on top like on top of the coffee bean so it just dried in the sun and um, i think that process takes a lot longer time and then the seed is removed through a different kind of process, but basically it is not submerged in water for extended periods of time. Uh, apparently, the, the washed uh, coffee makes it a bit more acidic, while the unwashed, which is the traditional method, is more sweet and smooth. Now, this is something I have never really considered when tasting my coffees. So I'm I'm actually very curious. I wonder if um, I go to different coffee stores, if I can ask them which way their coffee was processed. From what I understand, and I read online, is that 90% of Arabica coffees are unwashed. So maybe that can give me a little insight. But I can never say that I really given much thought about how the coffee is processed and its taste. Uh, apparently, there's no worse or better uh, how they say thing about either or I guess it's more of a taste preference so uh, <laughs> I would imagine just the same as not washing in sex unwashed coffee which makes up 90% of um, the coffee arabica coffee beans is probably <laughs> the same amount <laughs> that uh, people uh, the same percentage of people that do not wash after sex um, that I should be a hilarious study to do uh, comparing <laughs> <laughs> the number of people that wash or not wash after sex to um, uh, unwashed uh, taste or like preference of unwashed to wash coffee beans. I think we can hit some new uh, breakthroughs in that sort of um, technology, to be honest. Technology of what? Uh, research technology of comparison of uh, coffee washing to after sex washing. Um yeah, so, so that's, that is very exciting. One thing I do wonder is that the, there's those um, cat-like animals that eat the coffee beans and then poop them out. Oh God, I, I don't know the name of them, but maybe I could make this for the next episode. And um, 
I wonder how they clean those coffee beans. Like, I wonder how much of the pulp they have to take away, or do they have to spray them in a certain fashion? <laughs> I guess that also kind of mirrors the aspects of anal sex. <laughs> I'd imagine, you know, anal sex requires a lot more cleaning up afterwards, um, just as um, the, how do you say, uh, digestively processed uh, coffee beans do. Uh, maybe that should be a topic of, of my next um episode about anal sex and <laughs> anally produced coffee beans. Um, I think that would be quite exciting to think about. Um, so I hope this kind of answered the question of after sex cleanup. So to summarize it, I think it mainly includes uh, minimal effort, some sort of um, wiping device, maybe towel, piece of clothing or uh, tissue to remove any cum. That's maybe ended up somewhere. And then in the odd case, there and there, a person that's really into cleanliness and showers. But besides that, a more of a lazy, lie back, don't care about it sort of attitude. Um, obviously, if somebody has, as I said, UTIs, that could indicate the need to wash up more afterwards. And as for coffee, like um, there's the two processes, the washed and unwashed. And I read something about a semi-washed. I didn't really understand, well, not to say I didn't really understand, I don't really remember exactly how it went, but I think the coffee is submerged, but the amount of time it spends in the water is a lot less, and it's like the, the skin or the pulp is taken off a lot quicker, and then it's dried quickly after that. So it's kind of combining both of the processes, but from what I understood, it causes um. A possibility to have some sort of a, a fungi bacterial growth, like it's more likely to do so. Well, I hope I've been um, educational in this episode, and I will see you hopefully sometime soon again. And uh, we'll talk about um, <laughs> anal, <laughs> anal coffee beans <laughs> and anal sex. Hope you have a wonderful day. Uh, check me out on Instagram. And uh, see you later.